Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Welcome back, everyone, to the Call Her Auntie podcast. Um, I right off the top, I want to share a really funny story with you guys with between me and Grace. Um, so all of a sudden, I was just sitting there, you know, minding my own Indian affairs. And then <laughs> Grace comes in and has this brilliant idea of let's start a season two. And let's Chapter end two. A chapter two. Sorry. Oh my God. A chapter two. Yeah. I got it wrong again. <laughs> um, so this is going to be our last episode on chapter one of the Call Her Andy podcast. We're going to take a two week break and then we're going to come back and start a new chapter because over the, this length of time, over these 69 episodes, we've grown and changed into different women. So it only makes sense. It's honestly wild that it's 69 69- 69 it's <laughs> hilarious how we're ending it on that and we didn't even I wanted I like wanted to make a funny joke but then I was like my family listens to this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know what I honestly it is wild how we've made it this far and kind of where we started when we first began yeah and we want to just like reflect on everyone we brought on we want to envision kind of where we see this going who we want to bring on to the the podcast in chapter two but we're like new and revised and we want to like update (laughs) so we got we got like a document (laughs) I like think back to the people we were when we first started at like the day we went the day we both met up at the North York Public Library and then now I live like so close to it and like now on top of that we're just different people like so much has changed in our lives and we've become um updated (laughs) there's been many revisions along the way Mm -hmm. um yeah so Quay what's um how you've been doing okay Timmy's I'm I'm having my Timmy's I know it's a shocker right because I normally drink Starbucks so if you can hear it it's Timmy's (laughs) um because my my father and my brother are visiting me, my younger brother, um, and I'm, and they're big Timmy's drinkers, so I'm just joining on board with them for this week, but wait, there is a huge debate between Timmy's and Starbucks. Honestly, I'm a Timmy's, like, fan more than Starbucks. Okay, if I wanted coffee, like, hot coffee, like I'm drinking right now, Tim Hortons, or I'm gonna throw a wrench, McDonald's. Oh, yes. If... Or some northern people might know Robins. Is there still <laughs> Robins in, in Sault Ste. Marie? Yeah, well, no. Or I was going to say country style. Oh. For all our elders who are listening. Country style. Um, but if I wanted iced coffee, it's hands down Starbucks. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Because they have the different drink alternatives or the milk alternatives. And yeah. Like different foams and things. Because like I can that. drink hot coffee black. But 
iced coffee. I need a little sweetener. I need a little milk. And you know, we're indigenous, so milk doesn't really work for us unless it's coconut. That's true. Or, you know, or almond or oat. (laughs) (laughs) Not from an animal. (laughs) So what else is up? Okay, let me tell you, this is what I was like, um, when I was texting you on Friday, I'm going to tell our listeners what happened. So I have been inspired by Grace to see a naturopath, and I've decided to see one in Toronto who was recommended by my friend Christy. You guys might have remembered I talked about her on the previous episode. And I went to go see the people she sees. And I had my first appointment, and we talked about everything. I talked about like how periods are so heavy for me, and how like they're so detrimental to my day and my daily life and my function when I have a period. And that, like, um, for a couple of years, I've been dealing with like anxiety and depression more than I'm, than I can cope. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, impacting my life. Yeah. So I'm talking to her all about that, talking to her like, oh, I've tried like focusing on my gut health and like taking probiotics and prebiotics. And, and then I was talking like, honestly, and openly about everybody that I know is able to find their magic number of calories that helps them lose weight, that helps them be optimal. And I can't. Mm-hmm. And so like, I didn't go there for that was my first thing, but that ended up coming up as an issue. Um, so she asked me to get a whole bunch of tests done, which are covered through OHIP, but you have to like, you, you told me about this too, that they're not easily covered because a lot of people with uh, medical licenses don't want to have that on their license. So mm-hmm. I asked Anishinaabe Health and she said that she had a really good work with them like they probably would say yes to me so my normal nurse practitioner there is on mat leave Mm -hmm. but I got this random girl who called me and just like said no to me she's like why do you want the thyroid panel and then I I was like well my health is worth it I didn't really tell her any symptoms and I was like well my health is worth it or I'm trying to be proactive Mm -hmm. and she's like you're only 32 it's fine And I'm like, no, like, I really want to like have a baseline. I'm going to come off birth control. Like I need these, I need to like figure out these things. And then she's like, she was getting really combative with me about it. Like trying to dismiss me. Like I'm too young to be thinking about my health. Yeah. And then, um, she said, well, these tests cost the government a lot of money. And I was like, my health is worth it. Like, can you, and then I asked her, I'm looking for support to be proactive and optimize my health. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. she basically was like no goodbye and like hung up she didn't hang up on me wow and that was I like cried right after it because I'm like I'm trying to get help I'm trying to be proactive yeah why are you not why is it a wall um that's so frustrating from that I'm gonna like I'm gonna ask the head nurse there hey like again can you help me with this and then um I'm gonna send a letter (laughs) I'm going to send an email to, to the director and be like, your values that you have listed on the website are not matching the behaviors I'm dealing with when I'm there in person. And then yeah. on top of that, this is the second time things about my period have been like dismissed or like not taken in a holistic indigenous way. When I first went there about my periods, the first option was like birth control, which didn't seem alarming to me. But then when I went and I saw um, a traditional healer there and I told him about like my life, he was like, why didn't you come to to tell me? Like, why didn't you come here first before you went on birth control for your periods? Mm -hmm. And I was like, that was an option. 
nobody told me that was an option. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the second time that my men, my ovaries have been ignored. And then I don't, and then it's, I think it's more, I was more upset. Well, it was upsetting. So I'm allowed to be upset, but also all the shit that's happening down in the States and like women in their ovaries. Oh yeah. I know. But that's... Before you get me fired up about that, how have you been? <laughs> no, I remember when you told me that, and that was so frustrating because, um, me seeing doctors and over the years, um, I never got a full thyroid panel. And Mm -hmm. although like I'm a total like mystery because none of my, nothing was showing up in my blood work. Right. But when I went to the naturopath, he was like, all your symptoms are pointing to your thyroid being off. And he's like, I'm going to request you to get a full thyroid panel. And he's like, you can go to your doctor and you can um, get it from them where it would be covered but that will take some convincing. And I was mm-hmm. like, why should it take convincing to get like, and I was just like, you know what? I don't want to go that extra step right now because I was just so eager to like get to the root of my problem that I was like, I'll just pay for it out of pocket. Um, so he wrote me a requisition and I mean, like still like nothing even showed up in my full thyroid panel, right. but he's like, you don't treat um, like the blood work, you treat the, um, the symptoms. So, and it ended up being my thyroid, like everything has just been so much better in my life since treating like food sensitivities that would affect my hormones. So Mm -hmm. that's like super frustrating. I like been like every doctor I've seen over the years there, what they would tell me was just lose weight. Yeah. I can't lose weight. Like nothing is working. I know that's going to kind of roll into like our topic of this, um, this episode, but I've been doing good. Um, I, like, you know, I took some days off work, spent it with Nico. Nico starts school this week. I love how September 1st just like went right, like it was fall weather, like right away. Oh yeah, it was. Like, so I love fall. My birthday's this month. Um, yeah. So things are going good. Nice. Um, there was something that you were talking about, about like, that. I, oh, it was, we are lucky. We're like, okay, we want to know about our health. We'll just pay the money. Like we'll pay it out of pocket. Cause I'm like, okay, well, if a walk-in doesn't want to say this or like Anishinaabe health doesn't want to help me. Like I have savings. I can pay for it myself. Cause the food sensitivities one is going to be like $450, but I'm like, imagine how much that's going to help me. Mm-hmm. So then I don't even know how much the other things are going to be, but I'm like, what about our other relatives and relations who aren't, who haven't been able to save, who don't yeah. have that luxury like we have, and then they'll never know, or they'll never be healthier. Like, what if there's another mom that wasn't able to pay for it, Grace, and like she's just living her life with this thyroid issue that's impacting her, and she's like not yeah. her optimal health. Or to hear, like, to hear no and yeah. then like how do you come back from that to be like I'm gonna keep fighting for my health even though a health professional just told me no yeah like that's hard to do and like and I, every every person has like every reason to 
to like retreat from that and Mm -hmm. like not pursue anything because they're like well they said no I'm also like this is my blood work this is my thyroid in my body like can you can you not test I'm saying test it I'm giving consent can you help me navigate this like you're the doctor yeah um that's a different that that was a different comment than the one I was making about like the access kind of I guess but Mm -hmm. um the states is crazy did you hear though about Lyft and Uber what they're doing okay I kind of skimmed it what's happening so like you know in the states they're I think they made the law they're going to make the law where abortion is illegal and it's if my boyfriend assaulted me sexually assaulted me and it ended up I ended up being pregnant um my boyfriend could rat me out and say I was getting an abortion and he could get I think he could get like money and then something like that and then another thing is um the crazier thing is I'm so sorry if we're like mis explaining this (laughs) but we're ending it out on brand (laughs) misinformation (laughs) but the crazier thing is what it was a taxi driver, an Uber driver, a Lyft driver. If they, if that person that you're bringing to the clinic gets an abortion and gets brought to court, they would be an accomplice in the crime. And I'm like, y'all are fucked. That's so messed up. But Uber and Lyft put out a statement saying 100% of all legal charges for this will be covered by our company. And Lyft donated one million to Planned Parenthood um, to, and they, they committed to not making transportation a barrier to healthcare. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was some, that you, you had a chance to stand in your standing mm-hmm. with health, um, reproductive health. And then I was also at some stuff. It's not like women's, like we have to be more inclusive when we're talking about reproductive health. Like we, I think we've done it. We've talked about like women's health, women's health. But that's not inclusive of people in the trans community. Mm-hmm. So it's, I was victim to this or not victim. I was a culprit of this, of saying women's health all the time mm-hmm. and it's re- reproductive health. Yeah, that's true. Good reminder, Quay. Thank you for making our listeners and me all um, better people from learning that. Um, okay, so Quay, I'll let you introduce our topic for the episode. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of all like ties into health and whatnot. Yeah, so I'll let you roll. So <laughs> just took a deep breath. <laughs> just, so, <laughs> so my girlfriend, just kidding. <laughs> I like everyone knows I like love watching the show, um, keeping up with the Kardashians and <laughs> I, it's my guilty pleasure. Like I've, I've said it before. Um, but my fucking home girl who I try to have the back for and Chloe <laughs> Kardashian, cause she's, um, five, nine like me. So <laughs> that's why, that's what the only reason why I want to have her back, which her, um, so she's done things like inclusive, trying to be like body inclusive, um, clothing lines with good America. And then she had that show revenge body, about like working out and so she had a an old interview pop up where she's fat shaming she talked about how she hated people who would complain but don't change and she's like going off about like people eat like a 
a whole tub of ice cream and complain about I'm so upset I'm fat but she doesn't take into account or acknowledge a lot of things like first of all it's fucking rude (laughs) second of all um she has it easy like she doesn't acknowledge she has an inclination to change and she's lucky at the snap of her finger she can hire a personal trainer a dietitian an in-house chef um and like in her show revenge body she had people apply to be on the show and then she bought everybody all those things and yeah I just like of course they lost weight an in-house chef like someone said that to me that they're like because I was like I don't know what I said but someone was like oh well like you don't have anyone cooking for you like those celebrities have people that like cook exactly what they want to eat and I'm just like wow like that is so like or like so helpful like if you're just like I want to be I want to like be vegan now and then they're just like they're just like pulling out these like vegan dishes and just plopping it right in front of you and you're like suddenly vegan because you're just like you don't have to put in any work no and then any like not increments any specifications like I want I need 30 grams of protein per meal so I can reach my protein intake I want this this and this those chefs will make it tailored to that diet or that lifestyle and I'm like what that's wild that's fucking wild like you don't have to lift a finger so don't come at me getting mad that I ate a tub of ice cream (laughs) yeah and say that I'm a lazy piece of shit um but the bottom like the thing about that and like what's what I find the issue in that is that she complains about people and she doesn't acknowledge her own privilege or how easy she she has I don't know we can't say everyone's journey been easy but I'm like it's just been from a place of privilege because she could afford those things and afford those things for other people for a show yeah but if you watch the show whenever somebody didn't make it or like got cut off it was because they were having their own like mental health issues and struggles. So we can never, like, it's not as easy as it seems. So if anybody who was listening to that or like felt any type of way against themselves for not being able to make that change, we want to say it's fucking hard. So you shouldn't be ashamed that making those changes are hard. I think it's so hard. And I think like both you and I Quay are kind of like testaments to how hard it is to make changes. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it took me seeing a naturopath and the changes he told me to do. Um, I was crying for like the first like month and a half because I was just like, I felt it's honestly like sometimes when you're so, um, when you eat a certain way, um, it's, it's honestly like an addiction. Like if you have like coffee every morning or, and I mean, people, you know, have like an ice cap a couple times, like a day, like those are, and then if you're like, no, that's, and if someone tells you like, oh, that's so much sugar, like cut it out. It's like, that's hard to do. Mm -hmm. Like on, I was, yeah, I was crying. Caffeine and and sugar are drugs. Like they are addictive. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like what you said, um, when you're like talking about how we're testaments I wanted to ask you and also I'll go first too have you ever tried any fad diets or anything like that and I'll go first and say yeah when I was in university Kim Kardashian was the person who advocate not advocated who was the spokesperson for hydroxycut and I took it in university I did it and I 
now that I look back on like the, the side effects that it said is like liver issues. And I'm like, I just fucked myself the long-term, my long-term health. I'd potentially have fucked myself over because I did take hydroxy fat. I wanted to lose weight. I was, I was insecure. I still am, but I was insecure in my tall body, even though I was playing basketball, like, cause all the women that I was surrounded by were like really thin white women. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see any full bodied women of color on my team. So I tried to, to lose weight by taking hydroxy cut. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been impacted and influenced yeah, I was too. Um, I was on isogenics for, I'd say maybe like a year um, that I was like buying the products and um, like, it was okay. Like looking back, I I'm always get weird. I'm even like this, even with, um, was, I was kind of always like this thinking of like the powders and I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, it says it has all this like great stuff in it, but like what else is in it? Like, this isn't like real food. So, um, I just kind of got weird and that's kind of why I backed out or, um, thinking of like meal. I think that's why I got weird was because I'm like, this is supposed to replace a meal, but what is it? It's, it's powder mixed with water. And so you would have those like twice a day. And then I think have like an one meal a day. And then you would do, um, you would do fasts which like, I know like now from like seeing a naturopath, like fasts are okay if it's mm. done in like a healthy way. Um, but yeah, like I, I was totally the same. Like you do things um, to like look a certain way or whoever, like what celebrity is, you know, endorsing it or being the spokesperson for it. You want to like look up to, you want to look up to them. You want to be them. Um, and a lot of like, things are done in unhealthy ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think like now kind of like how I see, like, I do take this one protein powder, which is, um, it's like another brand that's called juice plus, but I, like, I trusted a little bit more. Um, but I'm still kind of like, oh, well, like there's more natural proteins that I could be adding. Like I was at the smoothie place and you could add protein and it's just like crushed up like nuts. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm like, that is like protein that I could be adding. So um, yeah, that's kind of like my journey with taking those types of supplements and stuff. Yeah, it's all because of the marketing and stuff we're being told through the media about our bodies and about ourselves. And here, and that's not here, but we're saying this to say to people that like, if you bought in, if you are dealing with any, you're thinking about it, there's other ways that you can go about, um, about it. And I think it's definitely your mindset. Like we talk about movement is medicine all the time, but like food is medicine as well. And like mm-hmm. food's not the enemy. What me and Grace were talking about, uh, are not talking about what me and Grace are realizing now is that like some of our foods cause us inflammation and they react really badly with our poorly with our bodies and our, our poor little bodies are just trying to fight off this random food that it doesn't work. Well, that doesn't work with it. Mm -hmm. And so if we just cut that out, we let our body do its job. So food is, food is medicine and it can help with like 
it it would be a certain diet like if I found out or like you found out you can't have what what kind of grain can't you have I'm not supposed to have gluten um and dairy which dairy is pretty easy because we're not like dairy is so bad for us anyways yeah this is actually really funny I last week I went to I took Nico to this ice cream place mm-hmm. um and I've been following them online because they're this new one and I go in and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get like the vegan one um, because it's made with non-dairy. Um, and then, but they're promoting their peach sundae. And I am like, okay, like that peach sundae looks so good. So I got the peach sundae because like peaches are in season in August and all that. And I had the worst stomach cramps. Oh. And I was like, I was like, oh, I can't like be having dairy. Like it's just so bad. Um, or even when I have like super rich dairy products like cheesecake yeah oh that's like so bad but um yeah so that's what I'm like not so but I'm like that's what we're talking about is like it would also be like I guess like a diet like a gluten-free diet but it's for a reason because your body reacts poorly with it if my body reacts well to gluten I'm not going to cut it out I'm going to have a baguette when I can um (laughs) yeah but if you think like traditionally as our people, like we, mm-hmm. we still had grains, but we yeah. rarely had gluten. Like, cause we like flour wasn't around, like we'd still no. have wild rice. Um, what other like grains would we have? Um, well, I don't know grains, but I always talk about this where we had carbs in the form of like sweet potatoes and potatoes. Yeah. Or like, like didn't have meat all the time. Like that was all, like we mainly had a plant-based diet. Yeah. Um, and then if we were so lucky to have caught like a moose or uh, like fish, like we would have that type of protein then, but it was right. mainly, so that's what I try to think of too, that I'm like, wow, like we shouldn't be like, oh, like over, not, it's not like overeating, but like, you know, like, I think we're so accustomed to just like bread as the main carb and like meat yeah. as the main protein when there's so much more um, yeah. like other alternatives the only thing I, I learned about was like how easy certain carbs are to break down and how mm-hmm. long other ones and if we think about our lifestyles a long time ago we had to go long long ways without food like a, like um so we had to have these slow slow burning carbs yeah that, that were like a sweet potato because it couldn't, we couldn't get it that quickly, like another slice of bread or like yeah. another flour. Like our bodies aren't used to that. So, uh, yeah, you heard it here first food is medicine. <laughs> um, and it's like, if you had, this is what I want to call it, correlate it to. If you had a boyfriend or a guy you're dating who continuously like is negatively impacting your mental health, you mm-hmm. cut him off. Yeah. So if you have a food that keeps negatively impacting your internal system, you cut it out. Yeah. And sometimes a lot of people don't know what it is that is bothering them. But I know like doctors would say like, oh, do like an elimination diet, like try cutting this out for so many days and see if mm-hmm. like you feel any better. Um, but that's what I loved about like the naturopath is that like my first day, with like the test, like the muscle test he did on me, he's like, yeah, you, like, you don't, you like, you don't react well to this. Yeah. So, um, we don't really agree with Khloe Kardashian's statement. (laughs) 
Totally. We don't believe in fat shaming. We've been impacted by it. Um, That's what I'm so, I was going to say, like, I don't know. It's like a blessing and a curse, like what social media is. Like, mm-hmm. I think like what we see, we're like, oh, like we want to be like that or we want to live that lifestyle. But I always try to follow people that, um, that are in my situation that are thriving with what they have. Like mm-hmm. I talked about a lot about like the bird's papaya, like yeah. Nicole. And she, because I remember, cause she's had, she has four kids now, but she had her first three when she was pretty young. And um, like, she's gone through like trying to lose all that weight and look like a size zero after her kids. And, you know, like people still tell you that, like after I had Nico, I had someone say, oh, well, after six weeks, you can get back in the gym and lose that weight. And I was like, whoa, like they're okay. Whoa. There's nothing wrong with how I look right now. Um, so I follow her just because she's so like body positive with just how you look like after you have a baby. And that's kind of like the people I like to follow on my social media. Or mm-hmm. I was saying like that Meg Boggs, who's mm-hmm. like a plus size weightlifter she's going through fertility like a fertility journey like I've been on and everything so that's what I love about social media but then of course there's like the other side where you see like people who you wish you could look like and it's just like so impossible because like everyone's so different I think it's really important to think about we want to look up to and have role models like you were saying who are real or who in sim- who are like you said in similar situations like us but who are real because everything about certain people like even people who work out and have workout profiles a lot of their stuff is fake they do have fake boobs or they do have fake implants yeah. or they've gotten like a nose job or anything um so it's it's just crazy like why are we looking up to people who aren't even real like some like back to the Chloe thing her face isn't even her face anymore yeah and so I'm not one to talk like I've used facetune as well but I don't know like like social media is so messed yeah it is and with that statement (laughs) um I think that that would end our chapter one our chapter one wow what would okay, Kate if you knew that I don't even want to like think and I'm like think about what has happened to us in this chapter and I'm like if you told me when I opened the book for this podcast that, that all these pages would flip over I'd want to <laughs> I'm sorry Grace I'm like I'd want to burn the book <laughs> the burn book but, but we made taught us through, a lot. like we're closing, like we've been through a lot and mm-hmm. each and every one of our listeners have like been on the journey with us, you know, like when we've slipped and we, um, you know, so, <laughs> broke our butt, <laughs> slipped, fell, um, Cried. been through so much and it's so great. I don't know it's so great to like close a chapter and then like look forward to the next one. Yeah. And I feel like, especially in my point of life right now, I'm like, wow, that is like closing a chapter and a new one's about to like start. Like it's Mm -hmm. really, 
and it's perfect like the beginning of September like school starts we're returning back to work in person like so many things are happening like it's wild yeah this chapter one can close on this season yeah and we can open a new one yeah so we can't wait to have you along the ride as we write this new chapter in our lives well, thank you so much for listening to us and supporting and until our next chapter we'll see you then toodaloo So your podcast, Andes, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.